0: hello and welcome to the power dialogue this is an energy podcast dedicated to telling stories about africa's power sector trailblazers its pioneers and leaders i'm your host zeddy bariti With emphasis on Africa, this podcast aims at breaking down jargon, giving you inspiration and making energy relatable to all, as energy is the key to development in Africa and the world and the foundation for industrialization. According to the International Renewable Energy Agency, the renewable energy transition involves accelerated deployment of energy efficiency, and renewable energy technologies this shift requires systemic innovation and synergies across all sectors and involving all actors geothermal energy is destined to play a great role in the world's energy future in africa kenya takes the lead in development of geothermal power and currently ranks eighth among largest global geothermal producers I will be speaking to rebecca miano our guest for this 10th power dialogue podcast episode the fourth in a four-part series and the last for season one rebecca has over 30 years experience and is currently the md and ceo of the largest energy generator in kenya kenjan through a geothermal led strategy and leveraging innovation the company is focused on lighting up more villages in Africa. Welcome back, Madam CEO. How is Kenzen prepared for the future of work?
1: There has been a lot of discussions, debates, seminars in these years of the pandemic about the future of work. And as Kenjin, we believe technology will play a critical role in our business operations. As such, we are continually making investments to increase our readiness for the future of work. We have established virtual academies to ensure that staff growth and development continues unabated. And, and as part of our innovation, we are getting ready to roll out a flexi working system. So furthermore, all our performance management and leave processes are now managed digitally. So the future of work will be very flexible, digital, but more importantly, the future of work will be for those that will be flexible,
0: adoptable, and agree to embrace this new normal. Great. I'm looking forward to the flexi-working system. I believe Kenzen will be one of the first public sector companies to actualize this system. Moving forward, Kenjen adopted a geothermal led strategy. Please tell us, Madam MD, how is that working out for the company right now?
1: You're right. Actually, it's in 2008 Ah, when Kenjen developed the Good to Great transformation strategy to drive its vision, and this has led to significant achievements at the commencement of the strategy, the country was wholly reliant on hydropower, which is susceptible to erratic weather. And data shows that at that time, we had more demand than supply. Those were the days for power rationing, load shedding, supply was not guaranteed. Around the same time, we would even rely on emergency power, And this had led to very high tariffs and electricity had continued to be a luxury because it wasn't really so ready available and reliability was in question so when kenjen tweaked and came up with a geothermal led strategy we accelerated development of geothermal and now we drilled over 150 geothermal wells in earnest injected into the grid diversified the sources of energy. Between 2013-2014 to date, we have doubled the geothermal generation in this country. We have much more power than we had then, and connectivity has just gone up, if you look at the data. Kenya being one of the countries with the highest connectivity. And if you look at the financial year 2019-2020, about 91% of our nation consumption was from green sources, thanks to the geothermal-led strategy. We have also anchored some space globally. We are the first in Africa, the largest geothermal developer in Africa, We also have a position globally. It's not a mean achievement to be number eight globally. Among the geothermal players in this world, Kenya will bear fruit. We are already bearing fruit, but in the long run, the sustainability will be guaranteed. And luckily, we are endowed with a huge, enormous resource of geothermal, which is estimated at about 10,000 megawatts. We have only scratched the surface. We are slightly less than 900 megawatts out of 10,000 potential. And so the future is clearly geothermal led.
0: You're listening to the Power Dialogue podcast, a podcast dedicated to telling stories about Africa's energy sector with a focus on trailblazers, pioneers, and industry leaders. Our guest is Rebecca Miano. Moving on, with the rest to zero and Kenjan's focus on renewable energy. Why do we still need thermal in the energy mix?
1: Thank you, Zedi. This is a little technical and therefore mm. I'll attempt to give a technical answer. Yeah. The peak demand in electricity has continued to grow, and the thermal plants are currently being used to serve the peak demand. And Zeddy, the peak demand is the demand that is used during the peak hours. Ordinarily in the evenings, when everybody has gone back home using a lot of electricity, and also in the morning, when homes are using a lot of electricity and all that. So that sharp, peak demand requires the thermos because thermos are quickly adaptable. You can start them up very quickly and they also support the system. And this cannot be wholly met through the available green installed capacity. We still have constraints in the transmission system and hence the need for the local thermal generation in major load centers, such as the coastal region and western, and also Nairobi, so that these thermos can quickly be turned on and support the system. That's why we still need the thermos to support our system.
0: When uh, I talk to people and I have discussions online, it always comes out that generation is so mechanical. Please tell us in this generation business, is there innovation in it? Is there automation? Just how much of this is in this mechanical process per se?
1: You're right. And it is true, Zeddy, that power generation is largely mechanical. Yeah. Yeah. However, there is always room for innovation and we have accrued great benefits from operational monitoring technologies like the SCADA system. We are able to monitor all our power plants using technology. We have our control rooms that are highly automated. Currently, we are enhancing remote monitoring of our machines through Internet of Things, which we are piloting in Olkaria, And when we are in Olkaria, that if you look at the older plants, the technology was very old, the machines were small. You see the progress of to where we are, Olcaria 5, Olcaria 1, Unit 6, using technology, digitization and innovation, even manufacturers have been able to manufacture bigger plants, yeah. more modern plants. If you see one unit of 70 megawatts, that is just because of innovation in the industry, both the manufacturers and also the operators. We have other um, automations. One of the exciting ones is the tunnel inspections using robots. You don't have to shut down the plants when you're inspecting the tunnels, because yes. you can use robotics to do that. Some of the stations we have, you can operate them remotely, reducing the need for physical presence in the stations. If you go to all carrier, especially all carrier one, additional units, and all carrier four, the operators are able to monitor everything, including what is happening in the steam field. Whatever is happening to any aspect of the whole chain of the plant, you're able to see it from the control room. Previous years, you needed to go to the field inspecting all the pipes, inspecting all the machines to know what the problem innovation has really helped and and some of the innovators in-house during our G2G innovation seminars have come up with a lot of improvements that are on record and therefore automation is the way to go no matter how mechanical our business seems.
0: Madam CEO, will you say that there is a direct correlation between innovation and sustainability?
1: Precisely. If you do not have innovation, you will not be sustainable. And if you do not desire sustainability, you will not bother about innovation. That's why if you look at our strategy, one of the focus areas and a strategic pillar is innovation. Which organization affords a whole week to just discuss innovation? It's a company that requires sustainability and that
0: believes in it completely. this is the power dialogue podcast conversation with trailblazers pioneers and power sector captains here we seek to empower global audience to understand how energy affects their everyday lives by providing accessible relatable news interviews and education to help you make better informed decisions that will save you money save lives save time and lead to a better quality of life I'm in conversation with Rebecca Miano. What are some of the processes that technology has improved throughout the Kenyan business?
1: We have quite a lot of processes that have been automated. We have our performance management that is done online. If you look at the whole system that we call WorkflowGen, you're able to apply for your leave, you're able to claim your allowances, the variable allowances. We do meeting management using technology, records management, training and development. We now have portals for e-learning, which is so much easier. And above all, on the technical business, we have plants, operations and maintenance, fleet management, And the latest one is e-signature, where I just click, look at the documents I have to sign, and I do the e-signature. And the goodness with Kenjen, every other day, you will find some improvement in the processes using technology. Not forgetting the e-board system for the board. When I became company secretary, we used to prepare box files for each board member. In preparation for a board meeting, and woe unto you if you forget one thing you have to undo that box file you have to print again the board pack but now it is so much easier when you have eboard the records are more accurate easy to manage before COVID, when we had physical meetings i would look at board members walking into the boardroom empty-handed just a sleek ipad and uh, that is so true of what technology can do to improve processes in a corporate or in
0: life great with all these great initiatives uh, there are there savings that have come about from these efforts what has changed in terms of monetary implications for Kenjan?
1: we have recorded great savings on operations and maintenance that's the huge one we are able to identify a problem before the machine breaks down you then save the downtime remember when a machine is down that is revenue lost and in huge numbers so that is one of the greatest savings also the cost for virtual meetings employees don't have to travel all over for the meetings and trainings there is also, e-training, that has saved a lot of cost, especially for international courses, airfares, hotel accommodations. We have saved all that. The favorite one I talked about, tunnel inspection, you save almost 50% of what you would have incurred if you didn't have that technology. You'd have to put down a whole machine, lose that generation revenue, work on it, then bring it back. But the machine doesn't even know that you're inspecting the tunnel because it is not switched off. The savings are enormous, and also contributing to business
0: sustainability and cost containment. Indeed, innovation and sustainability go hand in hand. I cannot end a Rebecca Miano interview without asking some questions. First, at the end of your term, what is it that you really like to be remembered for? What are you proudest of?
1: I Zeddy. Terms do come to an end and mine will definitely come to an end. But I would like to be remembered for steering the Kenjen diversification agenda. To be remembered as the CEO who took a risk to expand wings into countries like Ethiopia where no public company had ever dared and therefore almost being remembered for lighting the region. I also want to be remembered as the CEO who was passionate about employees creating a conducive workplace and staff welfare and staff development I've been very passionate about that I would like to also be remembered for proving that women have what it takes in leadership that competence experience no no gender i'd like to be remembered as the person who put this debate to rest yes (laughs) and hammered the point and there's no need for further debate if i do that i will have served my term well
0: thank you so much indeed leadership matches no no gender I saw a wish list by a friend of mine online and this had inquiries whether you'll be venturing into politics at the end of your second term. Can you kindly share with us maybe a sneak peek of your plans for the future after and Any books coming up? What exactly are your plans?
1: Uh, Zeddy, I will not be venturing into politics. I desire to continue making a difference in people's lives, but in a different way. I am interested in coaching, mentoring, training, and being impactful in people's lives. But currently I am so concentrating in serving Kenjin that I'm not too much looking at what next. Because if you have competence, you have experience, you are a good leader probably there will be opportunities waiting for you out there for now i fully focus on what i have to offer to Kenjan when i am the leader any books coming i understand at the right time a book comes and says write me <laughs> if a book comes my way and dares me to write
0: it i will write Thank you so much, Madam CEO. Any power parting shots you might have for our audience? This is the time to share.
1: Having said all that, Zeddy, I would encourage, especially the young people, the youth and the young ladies to just use the time gifted each day to be purposeful, and productive, and also to dare follow their own path and make it count. Go for those opportunities, and let us faithfully tend to the dreams and ambitions that we have in our hearts, in our souls, because most likely we are more productive, we are better than we have ever believed. So if we go for it, we will get it. And I start with you, go for it (laughs) Zedi.
0: I will definitely go for it. Thank you so much. Please tell us where can we find you? Where can we follow you online for this great insights and all that? Where can we get you? I'm
1: available on mail. Yes. On Twitter. And I'm sure going forward we may be able to record more podcasts Mm -hmm. like this. Definitely. I'm also invited as a guest speaker in some of the forums. Yes. You will find me somehow. I am there.
0: Thank you so much, Rebecca Miano, MD and CEO of Kenza. Until next time, we appreciate you. Bye. Thank you so much, Rebecca. It's been a pleasure to speak with you today. You have been listening to the Power Dialogue Energy podcast dedicated to electrifying Africa one story at a time. I've been in conversation with Rebecca Miano, MD, and CEO of Kenjan PLC, one of the leading power utilities in Africa. My name is Zeddy. Be sure to follow us on social media and from wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time for season two, goodbye.